bright light said it gonna set my soul, gonna set my soul on fire. Welcome, Bob and David. We are having a special podcast as Bob has just returned from Las Vegas, where he attended the Microsoft Inspire Conference. Indeed, Andrew, I have returned. Uh, I spent five days in Vegas, and let's just say that Vegas in July would not be my preferred time to visit. It was a charming 43 degrees with high humidity, so I'm very glad to be back on the West Coast with some cool ocean air. Now, did you at least catch a Cirque du Soleil show or even a dip in the pool? I'm not sure if it's possible or not, but is it possible to be too hot to go to the pool? Uh, it, it was for me anyways. Uh, my wife actually came along as well for kind of a mini vacation, though, and I'm pretty sure she's part lizard. Uh, and even she could only last by the pool in the shade for an hour at a time. Um, the days were pretty full, but uh, we did actually get an opportunity to go see the Michael Jackson One Cirque show at Mandalay Bay and uh, thoroughly enjoyed that. Excellent. That's good. So overall, what did you think of the conference? I thought the conference was excellent. Uh, it was my first time attending Inspire, and, and, it, and actually it was quite an eye-opener. Um, there are more than 20,000 people in attendance, and it was the first time that Microsoft also co-located Inspire with their Microsoft Ready conference, which was attended by about 23,000 Microsoft employees from all over the world. So, and it was, uh, it was absolutely first class, um, and it was an incredible display of um, scheduling to actually pull this off, because everything really went off without a hitch. And I've seen some pictures and even a video of the event, and you're right, the numbers for it looked huge. Now, what were you looking to get out of the conference? For me, one of the primary reasons uh, for me attending on behalf of ITK was to build better connections with Microsoft. You know, as a growing cloud solution provider, more commonly known as a CSP, getting the attention of Microsoft can be a little difficult at times. And uh, the change to the one commercial partner organization last year uh, definitely created some new partnering opportunities. Uh, but it also meant that there were some new hoops to jump through and new relationships with Microsoft to be made. Now, were you able to make those connections? You know, for the most part, I was. Uh, there was very good representation uh, of global Microsoft people in attendance, as well as seemingly all of the Microsoft Canada leadership team. Uh, they did a very good job of having country-specific uh, events and get-togethers so you could meet the partners. Uh, they all made themselves uh, very accessible, and there were plenty of product-specific and what I'd call kind of functional partner-specific booths throughout uh, what were called the commons, where you could speak directly with people from, from those teams. So, for example, I was able to speak uh, with people from the Power BI, the Talent, and the various Dynamics 365 teams, as well as people from the Partner Network, CSP, and Incentive teams. Andrew, let me chime in here. Besides furthering our partner relationship with Microsoft, what are the key takeaways or announcements that might be important to customers or prospects? There are a number of things, actually. And I guess if I was going to give my top five as it relates to what we do at ITK, uh, they'd be as follows. There's a lot of investment and focus on the AppSource marketplace, uh, which provides partners like ITK with the ability to showcase their IP and provide clients a range of packaged industry or functional products. And this is a, a key area that Microsoft wants to partner with uh, with folks and also to provide that ability to be able to develop these apps uh, in, a, in, in a seamless way. The second thing, uh, integration across the entire Microsoft ecosystem continues to be a cornerstone for all, all the products. The ability to be able to run almost every facet of your organization in a seamless integrated fashion continues to amaze. Furthermore, the seamless integration hasn't come at a cost of functions and features either. 
Yeah, Bob, let me just jump in here on that last point. This this year, I mean, I, I've been going on and about uh, integration for uh, a number of years, but this is the first year what, where I've talked to customers and prospects who really start to get the deeply embedded nature of the Microsoft platform. Uh, what else caught your eye? The increased focus and investment on business applications like Dynamics 365 and Power BI. It's amazing that they had over, uh, they must have had over 300 different sessions across all different product lines, but this was a common recurring theme. Dynamics 365 in particular is seen as a core component for the whole Microsoft ecosystem as it leverages Office 365 and Azure. Um, uh, Gabriela Schuster, who's the head of the One, uh, One Commercial Partner Program, globally actually referred to it as being a, the sticky product that they have, Dynamics 365. So I thought that was I mean, that was very interesting. And frankly, Power BI is just that. It's incredibly powerful. Uh, I was amazed at the kind of performance reporting that could be easily generated and the powerful insights that it provides. And then, you know, speaking of power, Power Ops also amazed. The ability to quickly and easily create point-and-click business applications and connect these apps to whatever data you want is truly impressive. Yeah, Bob, you know, we're doing a couple of projects right now that we just started in the last couple of weeks using the uh, Power Platform, as they seem to have named it. It's gone through, like many Microsoft things, uh, two or three names. And we're able to put together, I'm amazed at how fast our, our consultants are able to put together what I would call a framework system in about a week that you can get it up and running and demonstrate to a client who can really see where their solution is going to go and, and be able to provide meaningful input and comment. And it's uh, it's speeded up the entire um, uh, configuration process considerably. Absolutely. The, the ability to be able to show you know clients the power of uh, of the you know what they actually have, the information they have, and what they can do with it is incredible. And then I guess for me the kind of final thing, and this is getting to big broad brushstroke stuff. And they had some incredible presentations at the final. They call it the Canadian Regional keynote on the Wednesday uh, Wednesday morning, the kind of final morning of the of the full day conference, is about art artificial intelligence or AI and. It's not only a focused platform, but those capabilities will be part of the entire product ecosystem, and they're going to be used to drive the digital transformation. David, anything that you've heard on that front? Well, Bob, besides the fact that, of course, coincidentally, they also uh, had their uh, uh, last quarter and uh, full full year uh, financials, and of course, astounded Wall Street. The thing that I heard heard about that is really um, um, starting to take off is further announcements around the whole Business Central platform that uh, they've now, uh, which is amazing to me because, uh, Andrew, as you know, uh, you and I tracked this product for, oh, gosh, about 18 months. And I think finally they've got it right. And I, I probably have to sort of correct myself here a little bit because I, I, I thought they got lost when they, when they, uh, when they went to uh, Tenerife. But they came back from Tenerife with Business Central. Central. Business Central now is Nav Online, and they're soon to be um, uh, releasing Business Central on-prem, which is the upgrade path for Nav, so that they'll actually have this whole platform in synchronization, both uh, online and on-premises. And in addition to that, again, this is the first time, really, I, I think that we've had, we must have five to 10 opportunities for people wanting to implement Business Central. And again, that's you just weren't getting that a year or two ago, that the product works, it, it hits the right uh, kind of niche, and there's people interested in it. 
Absolutely. Things have improved. So to wrap it up, Bob, were you inspired? <laughs> That's a good question. And I'm, I'm not one to be easily impressed. Um, but I must say that I definitely came away inspired and very optimistic about the future of not only where Microsoft is heading, but where we as a partner can achieve, uh, but what we as a partner can achieve for our clients using this rapidly evolving product ecosystem. Okay, sounds great. Uh, I'm told that they are heading back to Vegas next year uh, on July 12th to the 16th. So uh, given the temperatures I experienced this year, I may be looking to uh, have others from uh, others from the team go. I volunteer as tribute. <laughs> Alrighty, thanks guys. Thank you, Andrew. Viva Las Vegas. Viva Las Vegas. How I wish that there were more than the 24 hours in the day.